I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to TC Live at the Labor Cup. We are presented by Allstate, and we are your pregame show to take you from the day to the night session in London. And after an emotional evening that witnessed Roger Federer say farewell in his final match, the atmosphere amped up at the O2 Arena. Three of the big four took the court yesterday, and coming up tonight, we get a double dose of Novak Djokovic. First in singles against Francis Tiafo. And then teaming up with Matteo Berrettini to face J- Jack Sock and Alex Dimonor. Cannot wait for that. It is tied for a piece. Heading to the night session. Here's what's coming up over the next half hour of the Labor Cup. Moving into the post-Roger era. Team World still trying to flip that script. We've got the highlights. We've got a heartfelt words from Pete Sampras, the Hall of Famer, to his fellow legend, Roger Federer. What a night it was. Plus in Korea, the latest obstacle in Amaratakanu's battle to climb back up the WTA rankings. We welcome you into our studios in Santa Monica, California. Steve Weissman back alongside the Hall of Famer, Martina Navratilova, current top 40 player on his rehab assignment with Tennis Channel. Riley Opelka, great to have you back with us. Great to be at Tennis Channel. Listen, uh, you, you talk to your buddies, Taylor, Tommy, Foe, after what a night it was. What would they tell you about the atmosphere? Yeah, I got to FaceTime Tommy Paul today from the locker room. Um, he said it was one of the craziest atmospheres he's ever seen in his life. And he said it was weird, you know, like Roger being his last match and them rooting against the guy that everyone loves. It's a mm-hmm. tough spot. But Sock and Francis really were in a, put in a brutal position and they came through. They did, Martina. And last night we saw these images of Roger Federer and Rafa Nadal crying at the end, holding hands. I mean, the fact that your ultimate rival can be your biggest supporter as well. Just beautiful scenes. Yeah, you you, you see how much the relationship means to them, how much the sport means to them. And, uh, you know, they have so much respect for the sport. Neither one thinks they're bigger than the sport. And uh, the, the admiration is mutual and it's just beautiful to see. That's like you and Tommy, right, at the, at the end of the day. Just holding hands, tears. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you can't compare anyone to those two, that's for sure. They have a special bond that I think is, like I said, I think it's going to be transcend the sport even more now that Federer has more time and he's going to be attending more events, I'm sure. Yeah, beyond tennis. I mean, just the personal relationship. They were asked about it after off the court, and it's really evolved over the last 10 years, they said, and they've become even closer, Roger said, after he had children. Well, there is, uh, and, and I think it's really nice when you see this relationship come through when they're on the same team because they're feeling the same things at the same time. Same with Chris and I. We were always mm-hmm. on the opposite feelings, right? One was thrilled, one was disappointed, and now these, these guys get to share this joy and, and respect uh, at the same time together. It, it, it was a, a beautiful thing, and both Roger and Rafa have now withdrawn from the Labor Cup, so the alternates are in for Team Europe. Rafa going back to Mallorca to be with his wife, who's expecting their first child. So that means we've got Matteo Berrettini playing singles in place of Federer, taking on Felix Auger-Aliassime, rematch from last year's Labor Cup that the Italian won in a match tiebreak, Martina. 
Yes, that was a massive tie break. Berrettini never had a break point on the Felix uh, serve, but uh, every break, every point in a tie break is a break point. He wins at 13-11, and uh, then uh, Felix gets a uh, gets a service break here, which is a little more solid from the baseline. As Matteo misses a forehand here, gives him the break, and Felix solidifies this with the solid hold there for the set. Berrettini again, that forehand was misfiring. The court is so slow, you have to hit so many more balls to win the point. So it's really rough for the guys. Now Berrettini gets up his match point and uh, gets the job done as uh, Felix misses his forehand just wide. And uh, he's psyched up. He's played the big points better. I mean, uh, Felix won more points for the match, but uh, Berrettini played the bigger points better when it mattered. And Felix got the only break of serve in the match and still was not able to come out on top. Nine aces, no double faults from Matteo Berrettini in our All-State match summary. Second straight win against him. He's only dropped one match against FAA. And afterwards, Berrettini spoke to Jason Goodall. So what does it mean to you then when Roger pops off the bench and starts giving you advice mid-match. <laughs> I feel like I cannot screw it up, you know? <laughs> um, it's just, uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's um, actually unbelievable. Yesterday, I couldn't sleep. One of the reasons was because he, he was crying, you know, on my shoulder. I was like, is that real? Like, Roger Federer? <laughs> and today, he, he gave me a couple of tips, and it worked, it worked out pretty well. So thanks, Roger. <laughs> Hey, new, new coaching career, perhaps. So Team Europe up 4-2 heading into this match. Riley, one of your best friends, Taylor Fritz, playing his first yeah. Labor Cup match this year, taking on Cam Norrie. Yeah, I mean, Taylor's the guy that you want in the big moments on your team. He's very clutch. His demeanor is pretty calm, usually, especially in the big moments. Um, Norrie and him played last week in the Davis Cup. It was a battle, a three-set match. Kind of uh, Norrie came out on top, so... I'm sure they're very familiar with each other at this point. Cam Norris is one of the more improved guys on tour, especially that forehand. It used to be his weakness. It's become one of his strengths now. And um, this was a big point of the breaker. Cam, usually on the backhand side, more solid, but I think the nerves got to him here. Kind of that one in the net. Gave him that match point here. Unbelievable stretch return. And Taylor Fritz able to come through for Team World. I mean, these guys are so close. They had split their previous 10 meetings. Taylor Fritz giving Team World a 4-4 match. That felt like a must-win match for Team World. Did it feel like that out there? Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a, there's a really big difference between 6-2 and 4 also. Uh, both of us were definitely feeling the nerves out there. And... Uh, you know, I love being in these positions, and I'm just happy I could bring it for the team. I live for these moments playing in uh, this kind of atmosphere on, in such an important How match. good is the atmosphere in here, by the way? It's incredible, you know. Uh... That was huge, Martina, because as we take a look at the standings now, after the day session, 4-4. It's never been like this for Team World at this stage of a Labor Cup. Yeah, what's funny is Taylor was up 5-2 serving in, the, in that tie break, then 8-4 and gets to eight all and and Riley's watching in the green room we're watching and, and Riley's like I'm nervous now so uh but Taylor came through when it mattered the most as, as you said Riley he's a good closer yeah he's a great competitor he really stays calm his third set tiebreak record is 
absurd. It's like 21 and something, like 21 and three, I think. I've contributed to a few of those wins <laughs> for him, but yeah, he's, he's clutch. What makes him so clutch? What makes him that good in those situations? One, I, I, he doesn't have many weaknesses for, in terms of ball striking. Nothing breaks down. I guess you can credit that to good technique. And, and two, he's got such a clear mindset on how he wins points. And I think that alone is it goes so far in this business and he knows what it takes to beat him. And uh, usually he makes you come up with a, a really big shot on a big point. Well, that was massive for Taylor Fritz. So four all heading into the night session. You all are going to be on the call with Leif Shiras. First match, Novak Djokovic, Francis Tiafo. It's the first time since we've seen Djokovic win Wimbledon. So what do you think it's going to be like? It's going to be strange for him because he's been ready to play, hoping to play the US Open, but the rules didn't change. So he didn't play kind of on this suspended uh, animation type situation. And uh, he can't be that sharp, but this court is slow. It should be favoring him against Francis. But... You just don't know how that long break is going to affect him emotionally. And Riley, normally when you take a break like this, it's because of injury. But how, do, how is it different now when it has nothing to do with that? Yeah, I mean, it's a strange position. If I was trying to look at it through my lens, I'd say I, I wouldn't know what to work on. The tour is such great feedback for me as a player. I, you know, I'll go play a tournament and I maybe don't hit my form well. And I know I have something to work on. And the players always expose whatever isn't working. So... Um, Novak doesn't have many weaknesses. Um, it's going to be an interesting one to see how he's handled the, the downtime of, of being on pause. And, and listen, Francis Tiafo coming off a semifinal run at the U.S. Open. He's got a lot of confidence. He changed the hashtag from Big Foe in the come up to Big Foe has arrived. <laughs> <laughs> this is a new Francis Tiafo. Big Foe is here. Big Foe is here. That's coming up top of the hour right here on Tennis Channel. Meantime, we had action earlier in Mets. Big time. Matches looking to make the finals there. Semifinals. Defending champ Hubie Hercotch facing Lorenzo Sinego. They have split their previous four matches, Riley. But you say when the Italian is hot, he is sizzling. He really is. He, uh, he's an underrated server as well. He holds serve a lot. He's got a big game. Uh, he loves being on offense. And I, normally I would think it's a really tough matchup for him. Hubert is an unbelievable returner. He's got a great backhand. But Sonego really uh, stepped up here and, and played his, his best points in the big moments. Um, with him, it usually comes down to a, a few points here and there because he finds himself into a lot of tiebreakers. Uh, I was you know, quite surprised. To, I thought this was quite an upset, to be honest. It definitely an upset on paper. You mentioned the serve. He won 84% of his first serve points. That, that's like you out there. <laughs> I, would take, I would take that number any day of the week, especially against a great returner like Huber. Match point closes it out. Lorenzo Sinego, first final of the year, fifth career final. So who will he meet in Mets for the championship? Stan Vavrinka or Alexander Bublik? Vavrinka's been on a tear, three-time major champ. Took out the world number one, Daniil Medvedev, this week. But uh, body could not hold up, Martina. Yeah, he had two uh, three-set matches in a row, Stan Vavrinka. He came through beautifully. I was really surprised that he was able to recover after the Medvedev match, but uh, uh, this time around, he couldn't quite do it. Uh, he, he tried to hang in there, but uh, he couldn't move. Um, nothing strapped, but uh, he called it a day after three games. Too bad. He had to retire from this one. Still picked up about 100 spots in the rankings. Started the week at 284. Our final in Mets. We've got it for you right here on Tennis Channel, 9.30 p.m. Eastern on Sunday, Alexander Bublik and Lorenzo Sinego both looking for a title. Well, we're going to look ahead to the San Diego semifinals coming up, but when we return, a look back at a Friday night for Roger Federer that had all the feels. 
You don't want to miss what one of Rogers heroes had to say. TC Live is presented by Allstate, protecting you from mayhem. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I absolutely love and respect uh, Roger Federer. Um, I don't say that about many people that ruined my life for a decade. Um, <laughs> he's just the, uh, the the epitome of class. You know, it's easy to see the sadness. It's easy to hear, uh, you know, in, in people's voices, and you can see the tears. But what also just stood out was the absolute respect that that his peers uh, were giving him, that he has commanded, and not in a way where it's like, you will give me respect. It's been earned over time. Well, that was Andy Roddick on TC Live last night. The man who made everything look easy on the court had a hard time saying farewell on Friday. Roger Federer played his final professional match alongside his longtime rival, Rafa Nadal. Both legends left in tears. A touching tribute to all as Roger with his family, his friends, his agents. Here's Hall of Famer Pete Sampras sitting down to reflect on Roger. Hey, Roger. Pistol here. Uh, hope you're doing well. Um... Not really sure where to begin, so I'll just start from the very beginning, uh, when I first played you. Uh, you were 19 years old, an up-and-coming player. People were talking about you, and uh, we had a great battle on the center court at Wimbledon, uh, and you took me down, tough five-setter. Uh, and I just remember walking off the court, uh, feeling like I met my match. Um, truly a special player. Um, you know, little did I know 20 years later that you would have 20 majors, been number one for years, dominate our sport, uh, basically do it all. Uh, you're always gracious in your defeats, gracious in your wins. Um, I've sat back and watched 20 years of, of brilliance, of heartache, of triumph, uh, and throughout the whole uh, span of your career, you've never really changed. Uh, you're true to yourself and, and where you came from. Uh, and you should look back at your career and feel really proud of, of what you've been able to accomplish. You're going to be missed in our game, uh, but you left the game in good hands. Um, so I just want to wish you a great retirement. Hopefully I get to see you at some point down the road and catch up. Pistol from L.A., Roger, we'll see you down the road. Love to see that. Uh, well, we don't hear a lot from, from Pete Sampras anymore, but he, he had some beautiful tributes both to Serena Williams and to Roger Federer. What'd you make of that? Uh, that, that was really sweet. I mean, uh, you know, the, these greats can relate on a different level, and it's so nice when they, when the generation passes it to the next one and, and acknowledge each other. And, uh, yeah, I mean, those words were pretty special. Well done, Pete. Yeah. What, what did you think, Riley? The, the fact that, you know, we see these generations kind of bleed into one another and Pete Sampras ruled the roost for a long time. 14 majors. We thought nobody's going to get more than 14 majors. Here comes Roger with 20. Yeah, like Martina said, the greats kind of connect on a different mindset. They're abnormal, let's say, amongst each other. And they've done things that a normal mind can't can't take on to do what they did for, you know, year in, year out, week in, week out for that long is is far from normal. 
geniuses. And I mean, listen, Roger had the most consecutive weeks at number one. Pete Sampras, nobody still has had six consecutive years finishing as the year-end number one. I mean, something that is remarkable. All of these guys have some records that, no, that will not be broken. So, but they, they share. They share nicely. <laughs> and, and, it, and it's cool that they actually got to share the court together, yeah. right? I mean, like, you, you know, you were able to do with some of the younger players that went on to Hall of Fame careers. Yeah, I, play, I mean, I played against Margaret Court, Billie Jean King, and then, and then I ended up playing doubles against Serena Williams on the other side, uh, and Lindsay Davenport and all those greats. So uh, it was, uh, it's nice when the generations against connect and have that, uh, have that love for the sport and have that respect for each other. Hopefully they'll get to, to get together at some point. We are leading up to the top of the hour, the night session at the Labor Cup. There's Big Foe getting stretched, getting warm, getting ready. Diego Schwartzman behind the scenes at the O2 Arena as Novak Djokovic will face Francis Tiafo. It is all tied. Four apiece, four for Team Europe, four for Team World. Heading into the night session on day two, doubles action as well. And when we come back after shooting straight to the top, Emma Raducanu, Looking to regain her ranking the old-fashioned way. See how she earns it when we come back. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Martina Riley, Steve, back on TC Live, presented by Allstate. Novak Djokovic put some uh, shades on. Is he catching that ball blind? That's That would be impressive. Is that what he's doing, Riley? What is he it, doing? Yeah, those glasses kind of cut out your vision. It, like, flashes so you can see the ball for half of, not even half a second before it goes black. Amazing. Next-level stuff. Djokovic taking on Big Foe, top of the hour. Before that, quarterfinals in San Diego. This was late last night, Riley. Uh, you, you said Jensen Brooksby could be the number one-ranked American at some point. Tight match with Christopher O'Connell. Yeah, I'm a fan of Brooksby. He's not your traditional American tennis player, let's say, serving for him. He's got a different set of skills. He returns serve so well. He's so crafty. He's got a great backhand. Uh, O'Connell's a difficult matchup. Huge forehand. He loves to pull it inside in. That's kind of his, you know, the, the scouting report on him is rock the inside in forehand. Brooksby always so good in those cat and mouse point situations. But uh, O'Connell is just a little bit too good. That big forehand working down the stretch. Did Christopher O'Connell. Had Mark Woodford in his player box, fellow Aussie, on his birthday, no less. And uh, Christopher O'Connell able to come through in three sets. How about this? First ATP Tour semifinal. You remember what that was like, Riley? Yeah. Well, I'm actually a little bit surprised, but he's, he's improved so much. He actually took a break from tennis at a, at, in the middle of his career and he's come back, and he's obviously playing the best tennis of his life right now. Here we see match point for O'Connell, and that is how he finished it. You know, Jensen has been disappointed. He was up 5-3 starting for the match. He ended up losing four games in a row, but good win for O'Connell. And he will take on Brandon Nakashima in the semifinals. Dan Evans, always entertaining, against former NCAA champ from UCLA, Marcos Giron. Action in San Diego starts on TC Plus at 5 p.m. Eastern today. 
The ladies in Seoul, South Korea, Emirata Kanu into her first semifinal of the year, playing the top seed, Yelena Ostapenko. Early on, it was good for the Brit, Martina. Yevaru Kanu came out really well. You see the shadows across the court. Not easy to see the ball for both players, but Emma got on top in this uh, first set and, and wins it. Looked pretty good there overall. As uh, you see that, that miss hit, that's all because of the shade there for Ostapenko. But Ostapenko, you know, she can hit a winner from anywhere in the court and she just goes for broke. And Raducanu just couldn't quite handle the pace. Also, she's kind of pulled up a little bit and she gets a treatment on her back. Uh, and, um, you know, I think she needs to get in better shape because she's had a lot of physical issues. And Ostapenko just started dictating, running her more and more. And then you see Emma's not even running for that ball. Trying to build up her ranking. She's 77 in the world, so this will help a little bit. But at the end, uh, Rodukano couldn't keep up and ended up defaulting. This was the last yeah, point they would play. Yeah, she didn't even budge for that. And uh, Emma has to default. So Ostapenko, well done getting to the finals. She's also trying to get back up to the top 10 where she had been for a while a few years ago, but Emma Raducanu, I think really, she, she's got she's to get in the gym. That's just, there's no two ways about it. All right, from, from Martina straight to Emma. Uh, Ostapenko will go for the title against Ekaterina Alexandrova. That's 2 a.m. Eastern. You can find that right here on Tennis Channel as we enter the social net. What's trending? Well, obviously, Roger Federer is trending, and everybody talking about him. Taylor Fritz saying, wasn't sure if I was going to cry tonight or not. I definitely cried a lot. Our fellow Tennis Channel colleague, Chris Eubanks, I don't care who ends up with the Grand Slam record. Federer is my goat. Kim Pleister's, damn you, Roger. We will be walking around with swollen eyes for the whole weekend. What do you think, Martina? Yeah, I mean, it was amazing because the match will go, you know, it, they have match point, Roger, then he loses, and then the steer, tears started right away, and then Roger, Rafa's crying. I'm like, we're crying, but uh, it was so emotional. It was just beautiful. The feelings were fabulous. Riley, what what did you think? Yeah, I mean, it was such an emotional match. It brought me back flashbacks from two weeks ago when Serena retired. I, you know, I didn't. TV screen doesn't make me tear up too often, but with those two, with yeah. the way they've trans, I mean, the whole sports changed because of Roger and Serena. But um, yeah, it was an epic night. Sad, tons of emotions, but hey, I mean, he left an unbelievable legacy that won't ever be touched. A lot of tears, a lot of hugs, but in the end, they, they lifted him up. That's the enduring image, right? The, the one. Don't drop me. Right. <laughs> they were doing the horror. All right. Uh, Sunday schedule on Tennis Channel. Saturday night is when it starts, 11 p.m. Eastern for Tokyo. And then we take you all the way through the night, day three of the Labor Cup. That's all singles. It's behind the scenes. You remember this, Riley, from last year. I sure do. <laughs> Some of the best memories are actually in the behind the scenes, the locker room, dining area. Novak Djokovic getting ready to go. Top of the hour against Francis Tiafo. The Federer dream has come true. Just be and feel privileged to have watched this man play his sport. In the end, it was all too easy. United States Open champion, Roger Federer. Roger Federer, your 2007 Western and Southern champion. The man takes the one title that has eluded him to equal the record of 14 Grand Slam titles. Three for Federer.
This was 66th title of his incredible career. A seventh Wimbledon trophy. It equals me with Pete Sampras, who's my hero. An historic night here in Melbourne. Simply irrepressible and unbeatable. Absolute delight for Roger Federer. He's done it. King Roger reigns supreme. Title number 100. For the fourth time, Roger Federer is champion in Miami. Basel's favorite ball boy is a 10-time champion. One oh three. What do you think, Riley? <laughs> That's a number. I mean, it's crazy. Obviously, Martina here. One sixty-four behind Martina. <laughs> or excuse me, uh, sixty-four behind. 64. Yeah. Those are some amazing trophies. Very, very cool. Yeah. Impressive. I mean, yeah. It's nice that it's so nice that you have the record of that. You know, just about all of Roger Federer's matches once he came on tour have been televised. So you have this uh, amazing library of, of moments and, uh, and, and and holding the trophy as well. It's very cool. 103 titles. That's that's incredible for Roger Federer. Uh, Jimmy Connors, 109, yep. still the record today. Time to get our DraftKings Sportsbook match preview for the Labor Cup night session first match. Novak Djokovic, heavy favorite, taking on Francis Tiafoe. They've met one one time before. It was last year at the Australian Open. Djokovic won in four sets. Martina, are you taking uh, taking foe here and then the plus 265? I think the yeah, it's a 50-50 for me that <laughs> way because uh, Djokovic hadn't played for a month, for two months now, and, but the court is really slow, which Francis will not like that. But I think I would like the odds a little bit more towards uh, towards Francis than what uh, DraftKings is doing. Right, that, that means it's a bet for you. You're... And and also it's a it's a if he wins one set, now it's a tiebreak. Now, yeah. Absolutely. All right. The shorter uh, format helps the underdog. Totally. A reminder to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can bet $1 and win $100 if any point is won. If you're not in a sportsbook state, download any of the apps and play for thousands every day in DraftKings free-to-play pools. Use the code POINT when you sign up. Do you think it's closer than, than what the odds say, Riley? He, he, only because Djokovic has been out for, right. for two months. Otherwise, um, no. I mean, Djokovic is the, <laughs> the one of the toughest tasks in all of sport is to beat that guy. It's weird. He, he really likes to blaze the ball down the middle. You don't have to worry. He's not going to be, you know, opening up angles too much. So he makes you beat him. And you have to have a, a shot tolerance, a, a fitness level that's off the charts. And it's really tough to, to create winners when the ball's like right down the middle of the court. And that's what makes him so good. But Francis does like to take the ball early. Maybe taking time away from Djokovic that way could be effective. And he's so good about moving forward now. And Francis has really narrowed down his shot selection. He's really hitting the right balls at the right time. So I think it's, again, I think this matchup is a little bit closer than what the, the odds are. What, what, what's uh, Big Foe's mindset heading into this? Big Foe has nothing to lose. I mean, mm-hmm. I would think that he's going to run with that mindset. He's got a lot of confidence as well. It, I think the serve for him is going to be huge. He's got to serve as well as he did in New York. Right. And, um, and like Martina mentioned, it's a 10-point breaker. So if he can sneak out a set, anything can happen in a 10-point in a breaker. And at this point, four apiece. Heading down the wire, day two of the Labor Cup. As they have such a, a wonderful introduction here at the O2 Arena. Everything is done to perfection, the way they introduce the teams every day, every night. Obviously, sold-out crowds, everybody looking to get a glimpse of Roger Federer, who's going to be on the bench here for Team Europe, trying to lead them to a fifth 
Labor Cup title and then Team World looking looking for their very first and they've got a shot now Riley. They definitely have a shot. I mean it's tied up going into this. Obviously Novak's going to be tough but you got to give them the favor on the doubles point as well at the end of the day. Novak's going to be playing doubles with Matteo Berrettini. You see behind the scenes here. Well, what are the conversations being had? Uh, I, I, I would I think at this point knowing Francis they're just joking around keeping it light Francis always has a smile on his face regardless of the situation that's how he's been since he was eight years old why change now um, I think they're running with the mindset that he's got nothing to lose because he, he doesn't to the O2 arena for night two of production value next level Andrew Krasny doing a great job as the master of ceremonies there in London coming up next it is Novak Djokovic Francis Tiafo, Team Europe, Team World, all knotted up. Four points apiece. Leif Shiras with Riley Opelka and Martina Navratilova on the call when we come back.